if your first thoughts on watching the new Star Wars trailer were, how the heck are they going to make that rolling droid into an action figure? You're in the right spot because you're listening to the Action Figure Blues podcast, episode number 145 for the week of Wednesday, 3rd December. I'm John, and with me tonight are... Scott. Justin. And Adam. This episode is being brought to you by the fabulous folks at Raid Collections and ActionFigureBlues.com. Tonight, our Toys of the Week are Masters Universe Classics Club Etheria, Light Hope, the SH Figure Arts Android Number 17, and Play Arts Kai DC Variant Supergirl. Howdy, 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 folks. How y'all doing? Good. Well, good, thank you. Justin, it's been a while since we talked. How you, what have you been up to? Uh, not too much. It's a um, funny thing that um, our business has taken four years to become an overnight success, and in the last <laughs> four weeks I've been run ragged. Well, I'm not used to hard work, so if people could stop buying houses, that would be uh, good for me. Thanks. <laughs> so more like a community service announcement than anything else. Okay. So people everywhere or people just in the New South Wales region that you live in? Well, Sydney's becoming too expensive, so they're, they're branching further afield. Oh, I understand. And, uh, it seems a lot of Sydney buyers at the moment are buying houses up here, and like I said, we are really, really busy. So I didn't sign on to do hard work, to tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah, who wants to I make I signed money? on to be home. Yeah, not me. <laughs> well, it sounds like you're working well at that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's kind of cool. Adam, are are you not buying a house? No, I'm not buying a house. I did that once. It was enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're not buying a house, what are you doing? Uh, we did Christmas shopping today. Um, I bought a new suit for myself. Um, for for any particular uh, occasion. Uh, a friend's wedding in a couple of weeks, plus it's high time I got a new suit anyway. Yeah. Um, so it just happens to coincide nicely. Hmm. Um, other than that, busy, busy at work. Now, you were, you were at a Comic-Con last week, right? Did, did yes. You, well, I will save that. If you, did you get any comic-related stuff, not toy-related stuff? Um, I think we got one comic thing, <laughs> but no toys. Oh, man. No choice. That's rough. Yeah. It's fine with me. <laughs> wow. It's kind of a downer. Um, well, okay. Scott. Hi. <laughs> did you did you buy anything, to, or did you do anything comic-related or toy-related or just... I did. I, I actually made it to All-Star Comics in Melbourne this week for the first time in ages. Um, Did they have your picture like on a milk carton? And yeah, that's right. They were like, "You're alive!" No, they actually um are starting to look at carrying more of the mid-range statues, and so they had been wanting to talk to me just about um price points and etc. So it was really great to see them. 
And uh, for people who, uh, Australians, particularly Melbournians, who know uh, the non-canonical podcast, which is sadly no longer, and now the Radioactive Lounge podcast, I ran into Larry from that show, um, who is has always been a good friend of this show as well. And he's also a a really big Hulk fan. And I've been saying to him for ages that we really need to get him on the show when we do a Hulk toy history. So hopefully we'll make that happen soon. Yeah. We'll have yeah. to tone, he'll have, he'll have to tone down his language a little bit to come on our show though. I told him. <laughs> yeah, no, trust me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. But Hey, speaking of Christmas shopping, I've nearly done. Well, that's awesome. I know. I, I'm, I love, uh, preparing for Christmas shopping, but I'm still usually kind of doing it up until the last minute, but I've actually kind of got it all planned out and know what I'm doing and everything's almost under control. Cool. Cool. Freakish. Yeah. I see like, I see like whiteboards filled with ideas and, you know, no, lists. There's, there's ne- there is nearly a spreadsheet, but anyway, um, not, huh. quite, not <laughs> quite. Just, just an Evernote note. That's all. Not, it's not spreadsheet, but. Yeah, I'm organized. I often I often end up uh, shopping, but not kind of planning, and then have this panic that I don't have enough for one child, and then end up with too much. So this year mm-hmm. I've got it. I've got it mapped out. I think uh, as older older the kids get, the easier it is Christmas yeah. shopping. True. Yeah. True, because they know more what they want, and also yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And they're usually bigger, bigger items. So yes, that's right. More money spent, and so they receive less. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the plan. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I had a little shopping experience yesterday myself. I uh, was at Ollie's, which is a discount shop, kind of like an overstock, end of run type place, and they had uh, GI Joe figures for four dollars. Oh, nice. And there were a couple I didn't have, so I, I picked them up and I, I was checking out. And uh, when I was checking out, the the cashier, she was an older lady, um, well, older than me. She was like, well, I didn't think those would sell at all. And I was like, well, yeah, these are like from the end of the run and uh, nobody could find these. And I'm like, I'm like talking and I'm like watching her eyes glaze over. And I'm like, oh, dear Lord, what what have I done? <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. She's like, I don't know why I said anything to this guy. Yeah, he yeah. Looked normal. <laughs> <laughs> so then you say, like, they're for my son. What? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything about these. No, because at that point there was no covering. <laughs> I remember um, quite some time ago, I came across like Wave One Marvel Legends figures years after they were out, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. it was like in a mire in Wollongong, it wasn't like in the middle of nowhere. It must have been, you know, old box someone found and just put out. And I like I had this total geek out thing, and I actually like tried to say something to the young kid in the toy department at Meyer, like, "Well, this is amazing. These are, you know, like." Blah, 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 blah. And he was just like, "I'm gonna back away slowly now, sir," and um, <coughs> you could just kind of keep your distance. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> Did, did he just say something like, no drawing on the action figures? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How are you, John, besides that? Other than that, I'm good. I'm good. It, I've had a couple of days off already this week, so. Oh, for Thanksgiving? Yeah. How was your Thanksgiving? Um, it was good. We went to the movies and ate out at Bob Evans, so it was it was good. Didn't have the big mess here and 
So is it just the two of you, or? Uh, no, Trace, uh, Mrs. Nerd had a friend. Oh, cool. Um, come by, yeah. So it was good. Lovely. Yeah, movie movie was decent. What'd you see? Except uh, we went and saw Mockingjay. Okay. So yeah, it was it was good. Um, and then uh, you know they played like twenty minutes of previews. So uh-huh. you know, I don't know about that. That's too- when the movie's already when the movie's already you know over two hours. I think putting that much crap in front of it was probably a you know bit of a mistake but that's pretty standard though isn't it yeah but it just seemed like it was you know you'd be like okay that's the last one and then <laughs> <play> another one <laughs> and you'd be like okay that's the last no okay they're playing here comes one. another one yeah yeah so <laughs> and none of them were really great because yeah. they they showed like uh the hobbit which was okay but i haven't seen the other one so and i don't even remember what any anything else kind of grabbed me that new Johnny Depp movie, but that was about it. That was about the only one I remember. Hmm. The only reason I remember that is because I was looking at it going, that actually got made. <laughs> so. Cool. Oh. Well, I think we probably should move on to some news because Johnny Depp's movies probably aren't news for the people that are listening to this podcast. <laughs> probably. All right. Let's do it. All right. The signal goes out. The ferocious feline is on the prowl. But Bruce Wayne's custom coop is loaded with surprises. Batman returns. What was that? It's Batman. Captain's But Batman's unstoppable. No, I'm not. Batman strikes back. Batman returns. Bruce Wayne figure included with custom coop. Other figures sold separately. Well, before we get on to our main events, we like to start each episode with a bit of news. And Articulated News is where we discuss the latest events, announcements, uh, faux pas, acquisitions. Um, that's company-type acquisitions in the toy and collectible world. You know, we're not going to talk about whether, you know, Sam's Club bought Costco or anything like that. Well, we might, but... You just never know. Uh, we're not a comprehensive toy news service. These are just things that maybe caught our eye during the week. And I think the first item probably caught everybody's eye. So, Justin, take it away. In, indeed. So, my first bit of news is Lego Minifigure Series 13. Uh, my interest had been waning, basically, on Lego Minifigures. I thought enough is enough. And then I saw this. <laughs> well. So, in this series, we have a hot dog guy uh the unicorn in the suit um there is normally in these waves there's a couple of filler spots but this is just all cream this is beautiful there's a, the demon guy the little orc guy i mean this is a great series there's also king randall or the burger king he's in there as <laughs> the well Burger king yeah <laughs> <laughs> carpenter this is a this is a great wave of minifigures and uh my interest is now peaked once again i love the egyptian so, um and I, yeah. I, yeah and also the like swami guy the snake charmer that's so cool yeah yes oh yeah I like Anything the other one. I like. Oh, I like the Leo Say looking one as well. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I don't read German. I used to be able to, but uh, this is. There are some graphics underneath. I hope the hot dog guy is not exclusive. There does seem to be sixteen uh, 
figures in the wave. So hopefully the hot dog guy is included. He's not some sort of variant or some sort of hard to get character. Um, I, I would assume that he's a. He's not. I mean, I wouldn't think so. Yeah. He he looks awesome though. Yeah, I I want to have all of these. I mean, there's yeah. none of these that I really would be disappointed in. Um, the wizard guy, I thought he looked kind of like Kellek from the old Dungeons and Dragons oh, yeah. line. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. I just want the um, hot dog suit guy and the unicorn suit guy, please, John. All right, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> he's, my, he's my dealer for the Lego suit guys. Okay. I, I, yeah. I suspect our uh, our friend 4F45, he will be uh, looking at the... the um, little cowboy wanted uh, guy with the wanted sign. Oh and yeah, mustache. He'll he'll be all over that. Looks like Kurt Russell from uh, Tombstone. Actually, the little the little snake charmer guy. His head looks like um, what Emmett's face looked like in the western scenes of the Lego Movie. <laughs> <laughs> the bu- the builder guy, carpenter guy, is a bit of a fill in. Oh, see, I liked him. Uh, he reminded me of my I dad. like him as well, yeah. Okay. He's so. just the, he provides a normalcy in the white. <laughs> yeah. He's, the, he's got a piece of wood. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I like the paleontologist. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I guess that's what it would be. I was well, like an archaeologist, but yeah, with the bone, I would the suppose it would be. Maybe it could be. <laughs> no, it, it could be an archaeologist. Should be a paleontologist. It could be a forensic anthropologist. Ooh, could be. could be a lady going to a dress-up party. <laughs> it could be or a, a, wa- a serial a killer. It, it could yeah, be a serial be. killer, yeah. 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 Anyway. Okay, <laughs> moving on. I'm not allowed, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. Am I allowed to say from our good friends at Funko, or is that yeah. John's thing? No, because I don't have any Funko news this week. Trademark. Well, <laughs> from our good friends at Funko, we have Star Trek The Next Generation Pop coming soon. So this is almost a complete wave, would you say? Or the uh, uh, next generation got Wesley Crusher is not in there. And you think that would be a given? Well, Doctor Crusher's not there. She's my favorite. Yeah, Beverly's not there. Beverly. Yeah. I'd buy a Beverly. But we do get. No. Yeah. We get a Picard, Riker, Data, Wolf, Geordi, Commander Troy, Borg, and the Klingon. So it's a pretty comprehensive set. Uh, You don't really get much news on the next waves and so forth, do you? It seems that once they do a property. That's sort of it. They're done and dusted. So I got to think they'll go back and do Crusher, though. They'd Surely. have to. Probably mm. the Crushers will be a box pair or something. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Do they have to? Do they ask for uh, likeness rights in these things? Maybe uh, Will Wheaton's holding out now that the stars <laughs> on the sort of rising. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> I, lo- I love the the Locutus. He's pretty awesome. Oh, that's Locutus. I just, I just kind of skipped over it as random Borg, but you are right. Yeah, I mean, he kind of has a distinct look compared to the rest of them, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I like the Jordy. That's pretty cool. I like them all, but the only one I would buy would be Crusher. <sighs> so you like Carol on Walking Dead and Crusher yep. on Next Gen? Yep. Don't forget Banshee. And Aquaman. And Aquaman. <laughs> I, hey... I like all I, I like all the next gen characters, but I just always had a thing for Beverly. It's okay because Carol's going to die this week on The Walking Dead. No, I, I'm worried you could be right. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Future spoilers. Yeah, I don't know. The only thing about that is that there are so few characters left to actually care about 
that that and she's so popular that well see that's that's the thing is they really haven't talked everybody thought it was gonna be glenn but they haven't really talked about glenn this season so i'm like yeah they're probably not gonna kill him maybe maybe they're not gonna kill anyone yeah right maybe it'll be beth anyway okay go on oh yeah okay so from our good friends at funko (laughs) come the penguins of madagascar uh, I, I've uh, seen these movies. The kids love them. I didn't realize their names were uh, these, what they were. But there's Skipper, Kowalski, Rico, Private, and Short Fuse. So um, <laughs> these are pretty good. We get the gang in one sort of hit. Uh, the accessories are pretty cute. they got their uh, <laughs> notebook, dynamite, and what's that? Cheesy, what is it? Dibbler, Dibbles. So a packet of... Uh, Cheesy dibbles as well, so that's pretty good. Very uh, fun. Like I said, the waves done and dusted, yeah. And and this sort of format, it would suit the pop vinyl more than anything as well. I know that's uh, they're sort of set for these things, aren't they? It's better than some like actor who's just in a movie or something like that. But these characters really sort suit this sort of format, the pop vinyl. So well, and they didn't really um, go with you know the standard head thing either. They just kind of have a body mm. the shapes are different yeah it's weird we don't get the other characters you know that would have been a set in itself like the, the alex and the, the rest of them as well so who knows maybe along the line they'll come out i did everything think that does too. Think yeah. eventually yeah i thought that too it, you know if they probably maybe they've already done madagascar maybe who maybe knows yeah oh, they did elf on the shelf did you know that oh what I yeah i saw it. a picture on there their Facebook feed yesterday. They did an elf on the shelf. Maybe he was custom. Oh, okay. I hate the elf on the shelf. (laughs) I'm aware. I own one because my sister, who knows how much I hate the elf on the shelf, gave me an elf on the shelf last Christmas. So, so that I could do terrible things to it. (laughs) He's watching you. Not, not, not the moment. He's still packed away. Next Saturday, that's when ceiling cat. Yeah. <laughs> Next Saturday, that's when all the Christmas stuff comes out. Yeah. Uh, that's I, it for me for yeah, news. I've got some news, gentlemen. And uh, we're going from yep. the low end of um, pop. Oh. Vi- no, I meant in price from uh, pop vinyls to the extreme high end with a couple of collectibles for the Hobbit, the Desolation of Smog. There are two uh, statues that, is it Weta or Weta or? Yes. Weta. Weta. Weta collectibles are doing. The first is Smog himself, Smog the Terrible statue, um, which this is uh, 20, uh, I'd say nearly 12 inches tall, uh, 20 plus inches wide and 17 plus inches deep. Um, and it will set you back $700 plus shipping weighs 42 pounds. Dear Lord. Yeah. So it says recreated in one seventy two one stroke 72 scale. So, wow. Beautifully detailed. The gold doesn't look goldy though. Looks like sand. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. Just, uh, it does look like dirt. For seven hundred dollars, I expect real gold, <laughs> <laughs> or at least gold plated, yeah. gold flecked paint. Mm. I think, but it's beautifully, you know, beautifully done. Um, and then, if you are re- so, you know, that's for the casual um, smog collector. 
but if you are really committed, then you can also bookend him with the Balrog Demon of Shadow and Flame statue, uh, which is only 650. Bargain. Bargain. Yeah. It's uh, very yeah. nice. Indeed. I don't know. I'm not buying it. I don't, <laughs> I don't like it that, that much. It does not look like it to me. I don't know what it is. That weird sword behind the wing thing isn't working for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think we've seen better versions of it, I guess. Yeah. It doesn't look enough like John Howe artwork for me. It. I mean, I understand that these are obviously very limited and that um, a lot of work would have got into them, but it still seems like a tremendous price, like as in tremendously big, not tremendously good. Like mm. that's, you know, really expensive. Um, so, you know, for less than 1500, those two can be yours as a pair. Uh, if you're a fan of, film collectibles but not a fan of spending $700 then you could get the latest in the Star Ace uh, 1-6 scale Harry Potter figures and get Lord Voldemort Lord Voldemort I can't say it Voldemort Voldemort. Gift buying buying guide (laughs) You're not supposed to be able to say it Oh true! There you go yeah, he, thanks he, for that. Yeah, he. Sorry, everybody. He who cannot be named, uh, and uh, we we've got a very photoshopped set of promo shots, so it looks you know quite nice. In that, I'm not sure how much the Photoshop is helping, um, but he comes with uh, an interchangeable facial expression, so normal and fierce. Comes with six pairs of interchangeable hands, a wand. An Elder's Wand, so the original Dumbledore Wand, a Flash for Magical Effect, a Fire Effect, and a set of three Magical Tendrils. Well, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Still be interested in, in uh, this? Have they left it to their run too late? Or what do you think? There's still enough collectors out there for these to fly off the shelf? I think so. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, you know, we we buy stuff from old properties. Yeah. That and, I mean, you look at the popularity, like we're at Universal Studios of their new, you know, uh, Diagon Alley and stuff. I I think there's people out there. Yeah. Well, I know the books are still selling because my eldest has just finished reading all of these. Well, she's halfway through the last one. And um, she was buying them one by one and then when she was ready to buy the last one, they um, the cover set that she was collecting had gone out of print and a new one was in. We had to actually mm-hmm. do a fair bit of um, running around to try and find the last one in the matching cover from all the other ones. I never saw the last movie. Did everything turn out all right? <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> They Nobody all, dies. Yeah, it's no, all happy. Yeah, all happy. Smiles Excellent. and rainbows. Yeah. yeah. They all got married. Unit Kitty comes in and saves the day. Yes. Yep. So always yeah. a ginger cat as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and that is my news. Hurrah. Well, that brings us up to Mr. Adam. Hello. So, make Sorry, sure you, make, yeah, you better start this off right. Oh, no. Never mind. It's okay. not our. It's not our good friends. I thought it was. Never mind. No, it's not. It's uh, 
our other friends at Titan who are doing a further set of minifigs. This time they're dipping into uh, a wonderful property from the 80s, which is Ghostbusters. So they've got minifigs of Venkman, uh, Stan, Spangler, Zedemore, uh, Stay Puff, Slimer, um, Gatekeeper, Keymaster, Goza, the Terror Dog, Janine, and Ecto-1. Um, so that looks like that could be an interesting little set. Um, that's the first series, and a case of 20 will cost you 180 bucks from Big Bad Toy Store. That's not too bad, really. That's not really for 20 Hmm. Is this our first um, Annie Potts figure ever? <laughs> I suppose there's been other Janine figures, but... Never mind. Hopefully not our last. Yeah. Have there been other Janine figures? Really? Oh, yeah. Well, remember they had a whole Ghostbusters oh, line. The real Ghostbusters as well. Okay. Yeah. She's in that as well. Yeah. Was Janine the one that got a um, Bishojo? Um, I don't know. Checking. I thought that was a random Ghostbuster girl. Yeah, I think you might be right. Yeah, I think you're right, John. Yeah, it's not Janine. There we go. Um, so this is less terrifying than that concept. Um, moving along, we have Mezco announcing they're doing a six-inch Mortal Kombat 10 uh, line. So they've got the first series, which is three figures. You've got Scorpion, Sub-Zero, and Raiden. Uh, they look like they each come with a swap-out hands and weapons and attack things. So, yeah, that looks pretty good. Now, it's too bad you can't get a set with, with all Raiden and, uh, you know, make your own uh, Big Trouble in Little China figures. Yeah, that would be good. But then you'd have to be able to blow them up. I, I don't think you would have a problem with that. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Depending on how much they cost. <laughs> Considering these is, looks like 53 bucks US for a set of three, that's pretty good price. No, that's a good price. Mm. So they look all right. Um, yeah, yeah. That, that's about as much information as we got on them. They look good. Yep. And the final bit of news is that um, XM Studios, uh, who we all know and love, or not, um, have the rights to, or are doing a um, a art-based Quicksilver statue. So they've got uh, pictures of the the concept art, um, the started putting up digital the, or the digital art, um, 3D digital sculpt pics, um, which I'm sure is going to start slightly disturbing people when they see the actual pictures of Quicksilver's costume in the 3D digital art mm. and say, but that's not spandex. I, I, I'm more disturbed by the one that, that doesn't have the armor. Uh, <laughs> the nude. Hmm. 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 Mm. So that that looks like it's going to go for six or seven hundred bucks. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't quite know how these XM Studio things are selling because they, to me, like that's that price plus shipping from Singapore because that's where they're based. Mm. Um, that is very expensive. Again, yeah. Particularly when yep. you know they're quarter scale, they're. Um, you know, like two, three hundred dollars more expensive than a sideshow premium format. I just don't quite get the appeal. Mm. Yeah, agreed. Yep. 
Hmm. Sounds hmm. like that's another pass from the three of us. Everybody. Or four of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of us. Yeah. Well, I'll bring up something then that I'll probably pass on, although I think it's cool. Uh, NECA, our good friends, have released photos of the upcoming 18-inch uh, Cherno Alpha from Pacific Rim. They just keep chugging out the Pacific Rim stuff. Uh, Absolutely. Now, if you're unfamiliar, like Justin probably is, um, Cherno Alpha is the uh, Russian, the big one with the big head, uh, very bulky-looking Jaeger. This looks pretty good. I, I I like the little lights on it on the shoulders, little spotlights. This is a property that I'm surprised is still getting stuff. Like are, I, I think I think the designs are just you know striking to a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. Hmm. You know, there's a lot of mech people out there. Yeah, I think that's more what it is. And, you know, for for a lot of that stuff, I mean, you've had, what, RoboJocks and some other things out there, but nothing nothing that's been as toyetic or, you know, had stuff produced as, as well as this stuff has been. And I, I think that's what's what's grabbing on is the, the mecha people are just uh, really, really sucking it up. Okay. So mm. it's, it's more about the designs than necessarily huge love for the property? Well, I, I think because of the property being as well done and treated, I think a lot of people have loved it for that reason. The like mechs and robots and giant monsters. And okay, I will accept that. Of acting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Someone, okay. someone recording the show right now walked out of that movie. Don't forget. <laughs> hey, look, uh, it's a great concept. It's uh, giant monsters and robots, but the acting was just so terrible. I couldn't handle it. And I apologize to anyone who really loves this stuff, but the acting just did it for me. Like me, I really love it. There you go. Fight. If it's fight. on, if it, if it's if it's on TV, no, I I've apologized. <laughs> Although since we've started watching Sons of Anarchy, I'm having a harder time watching it because he's in Sons of Anarchy too. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Uh, our good friends at NECA also had a really big announcement, and this is a little bit outside of our normal stuff, but they um, acquired the urban vinyl company Kid Robot, hey. which is which is kind of big news because I would imagine that that will mean Kid Robot stuff will become slightly more available in the world. So for people yeah, who um, – for everyone. Yeah. That's right. I was going to say people who aren't necessarily familiar with Kid Robot, they are the um, – uh, creators of the Labbits that I love so much, not. Yeah, that was the other part of their news is that uh, Frank Kozak, the the guy behind the Labbits and uh, various other uh, vinyl toys, he's he's coming along with with Kid Robot. So um, that's good news to you know in general because that means that they'll still say true probably to their creative designs, yeah. but maybe expanded. Yep. You know, this is going to mean we're going we're going to probably get all sorts of labbits out there now. I suspect you might be right. So, yeah, that's that's good news. I, I'm excited. Mm. And um, uh, previous guest to the show, uh, Spanky Stokes, he he has an interview with uh, with Frank Kozak. So go over to his site and check that out because uh, you know that'd make it worthwhile if you're interested in that kind of thing. I'm sure that he asked all the right questions. So. Go on. Go do it. But not after you, until you're done listening to us. Very good. And last thing, uh, 
for all the nature lovers out there that collect Legos. Uh, we saw that the Lego birds designed by Tom Polson will be sold as an official, official Lego set. And these are, looks like a three pack of birds. Uh, what is that? A Robin, a blue Jay and a hummingbird. Um, they actually look like birds. Uh, that's the best way to say it. Yeah. I, I dig the hummingbird with the flower. I think that's pretty cool. And they're on little perches. So if you're you're a nature lover and a Lego fan, this will appeal to you. Which is a hard sell to kids, but yeah, yeah, maybe not. I think it's There's a great some... um, sell to grandmothers wanting to buy, <laughs> you know, slight semi-educational uh, presents for their grandchildren. I can see lots of oh, thanks, grandma, um, <laughs> on this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but then you can plug a you know a minifigure on top of those birds. Yeah, that's right. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. awesome, awesome. I can't. I'm have I a can't unicorn see... riding a hummingbird. Oh, absolutely. I can't see this um being a huge seller, but hey, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't. I don't. I bet you're right. But uh, it, it's still kind of a cool set to to see this a little more, um, more detailed, more serious i guess looking set but i don't know okay on that down note that nobody wants to buy um (laughs) probably wrap up articulated news and yeah and when we come back um we will play the next installment of name that woohoo it's got to be more exciting than lego birds yeah Mm. i know what you're getting for christmas next year yay Cold? Is it cold? No, that's for you. It's actually quite valuable in some circles, so I'm happy with that. Okay. I can afford it. (laughs) (laughs) Be right back. Well, it's that time of the podcast for everybody's favorite podcast game. Name that. Our good friend John. Hey. Over at TV and Film Place. <laughs> um, he comes on. Hey. And provides us with an action figure sound or toy-related sound. And you guys guess where it's from. And, well, I'm John. So I will uh, just take it away and I will play last week's sound for you. I'll play that right here. A totally new concept in building sets. With these snap-together connectors, your child can easily create dozens of space-age wonders. I am going to have a go at this. Is it uh, Capsella? No, that's a great guess. Uh, is it? You're on the right. Is it Connects? It is not Connects, and and they're, those are both great guesses. Uh, Lego Lost in Space. Oh man, I want a B nine robot now. Um, <laughs> no, it's not Lego. It is not Lego. Um, you guys, you guys have any other guesses? No. No. Uh, well, it is um, a Lego. Not, see, uh, you guys must. <gasps> I win. Lego. It's not Lego. <laughs> it's a Micronauts Metropolis playset. Oh, what? Yeah. You know, Man. Micronauts had some of those large building sets with like the the tubes and things, and, and that's what this was. So this is one of their city things. Huh. 
Very good, John. Did anybody get it? Well, no. Um, I don't know <sighs> because of the holiday week. Maybe ease is uh, a little slow. Or, yeah, uh, too much turkey. Yeah, he's he's yeah. in a turkey coma somewhere. You know, I've, yeah. I've worked it out. The only thing I can figure out is that either he is, or his father was, or somebody was a sound editor for the company that produced all the toy commercials for the last four years. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only thing that makes sense. Okay. So I'm looking at this now. It's a pretty cool set. Yeah, it is a pretty cool set. I I, I was like I. Don't remember that one. Um, no. Neither do yeah. I. is one of those things that I I remember always wanting as a kid and never getting. I mean, never like desperately wanting it like on my Christmas list, but thing is, yeah, thing that I'd see in the aisle and kind of go, oh, cool, but never actually owned it. I, I had like three or four figures, and they were like breaky. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> they were clear plastic, and as you guys know, achy, achy, breaky. Clear, clear plastic isn't the most strong plastic in the world, so mm. a lot of snap legs and arms and stuff. Yeah. They were a little ahead of your ahead of their time, I think. That way, you know, I think the the articulation probably wasn't up to the materials of the time. Hmm. But that's all well, the, good job. The engineering opinion of it. So anyway, um, we should probably put another sound in, and we'll put that right here. Make eight action sounds. It lights up with power. You will be a hero. And one more time. Make eight action sounds. It lights up with power. You will be a hero. And Justin, where would they go yes. if they thought they knew what that was? They would go to the AFB forum. Wow. Well done. Yeah, even Scott Thanks. didn't get that right last week. <laughs> I listened last week. <laughs> <laughs> so, and Adam, what what would they do? What would they get if they, they went there and made a guess and they got it right? They would. They would get valuable forum points, which may or may not be tradable for produce and, and services at various outlet locations around the nation. Uh-huh. Scott, are, are you offering anything up for points this week? Um, not really. Oh. Well. <laughs> Sorry. No, yeah, no, someone no. else will have to provide the, it's cause, you know, I, I've been so busy doing my Christmas shopping. I haven't had a chance to buy foreign point prizes as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. No we'll, we'll get Stacy. Yeah. We'll get Stacy onto it. Great. Getting socks again this year. Um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> if you think that the audio version is just too tough, come on over to tvandfilmtoys.com, where on Tuesdays and Thursdays we play a picture version. And it's the same thing. You look at pictures and you go, I don't know what that is. And then you go over to the form, you make a guess. If you get, <laughs> if you get the guess, you get points. So. It all works just the same. Anyway, moving on, we will be right back with our first of a triple trio of tantalizing toy talk. That toy <laughs> number one will be next. Wouldn't a triple trio be nine? Oh, uh, what? Sorry. Don't bring logic into this. Good grief. <laughs> 
from the world of the Micronauts, Micropolis, a totally new concept in building sets. With these snap-together connectors, your child can easily create dozens of space-age wonders. There are three Micropolis sets. Each combines with the other and with all other Micronaut toys. So he can build anything from a space tower to a galactic fortress to an entire city complete with monorail. As Micropolis grows, so does your child's imagination. Micropolis by Mego. Well, we've reached one of those times of the show that you all love, and um, we can't be more excited for uh, the Toy of the Week. <laughs> well, we've got three of them this week, so... Uh... Someone take those sounds away from him. Seriously, come on. <laughs> Oh, I had to announce that it's Toy of the Week. I yeah, just, Justin's deaf now, so he's not going to be able to do it. But anyway, there we go. Well, you know, I got to give Justin a lot of respect because he didn't give as many smiley faces as Adam this week in the in the forum. So uh, I had to build him up a little bit. Um, toy of the Week. We might we might be talking about new releases. We might be talking about something old, but mainly it's just the cool things we want to tell you about that are in our collection and that you know we want to say. Nah, 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 I got this, and you don't. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Justin has the first coveted item. So, Justin, please tell us about your I, item. I do. Thank you, John. I have the Masters of the Universe Club Etheria Light Hope figure. Now, this is a figure I didn't know I needed until I had it in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so I will go through the little blurb. It's from Mattel, of course, our good friends at Mattel. Uh, well, our sort of second uh, cousins from Mattel. Uh, uh, this figure was from the Club Etheria, so this is this special sort of add-on to the already uh, the Club Eternia uh, sub. It was the one of the figures for October, so last month's acquisition. Um, now, it's a standard action figure, as we all know. The price was around 27 macaroonies. The normal packaging applies here for the Masters of the Universe Classics. It's a standard blister card, uh, same green brick, um, same blurb on the back, same uh, figures that are shown time and time again. Collector-friendly, no. Open it and it's done and dusted. Now, without out of the way, I'll get on to the sculpt. The thing about this figure is that it had never received a figure before in the vintage line and it is a character in the Princess of Power cartoon. Now, the character was only ever the voice of reason with inside the Crystal Castle. So whenever Shira had a problem about you know, dating what uh, unicorn to pick next for her uh, steed. she go into the Crystal Castle and speak to Light Hope. Light Hope was only ever pictured as being a, well, a hope of light, <laughs> just a stream of light that would go on and off as it would talk to Shearer. Now, having that all the way, we now see him in a humanoid form and uh, the four horsemen have gone above and beyond for the sculpting of this figure. The armour is very intricate. intricate. It's uh, starting at the the boots all the way up. Basically, new sort of boots have been uh, sculpted here. There's a, what would you call it, a skirt, I guess. More of a loincloth. Yeah, loincloth. 
tunic sort of thing. Um, now, the level of detail in that is very good indeed. It also includes a chest plate. It's on a standard sort of male buck, but this one is translucent, and I'm always a sucker for translucent figures. You can see the inner working cogs. It is a casted sort of pinky white uh, glittery <laughs> Color. The, wow, there's uh, so many technical terms happening here. I'm not sure I can keep yeah, up. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I'd, I swallowed a thesaurus before. Yeah. Right? <laughs> the, uh, now the the shoulder pads are linked to a white cape, and it has a huge sort of gem in the middle of that as well. Um, going on to the head, he has a headdress. Headdress, I should say. A headdress. Sort of four-ish wings hanging out of the top. Now, the whole costume design is sort of based on Crystal Castle from Filmation, so there's no real elements picked up from the actual toy that was released. Now, as for the colour choices, not really a lot going on. There's gold, there's white, and there is some red on the stones on his tunic or what we call it before, loincloth, a bit of red in the helmet as well, uh, and a bit on the armour as well. Um... Now, with the articulation, it's a standard articulation. The shoulder pads this time don't really hinder the ab crunch, so that is made available on this figure. And from my count, there's about 17 points of articulation. So if you have any sort of Master of the Universe classics, it's exactly the same as the rest of them. Now, what more can I say about Light Hope? Um, he is inclu- his accessory is a staff. It's also translucent at the uh, sort of the stem. The top is the sort of a little rendition of the Crystal Castle on top as well. Um, now, as for playability and plausibility, he's a, he's a pretty good figure, actually. Um, there's On mine, there's no real paint slop or anything like that. There would have been some hard sort of paint detail on the front of the uh, loincloth where it's uh, gold and white and red. Uh, a, a tiny bit of slop here and there, but all over a very good figure. Now we come to the dolly rating, and I can't really fault anything here, but uh, as, as we know, my policy is never to give a 10, so I'm going to give Light Hope a 9 out of 10. Like I said, Whoa. I didn't know I needed this figure until I had it in my hand, and it is a really well-done figure. You've had a run of 9s. I know, it's ridiculous, yeah, you, isn't it? Yeah, you're getting um a bit mm. kind of free and easy with the points, I reckon. I know, but when I go through the criteria that we have in the uh, the script, I can't really True. fault, you know. I have to play by the rules. <laughs> <laughs> kind of Aztec-looking to me. He is. No way. He, yeah, sort of like a Lord of the Ringsy sort of thing as well going mm. on. Yeah. I, I think my... um. Not getting translucent figures is well stated on this show, but I just don't get it. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> it's well, opinion. for this guy, you can understand. He He's a beam of light put into a humanoid. Yeah. So they didn't really you have don't much Don't get choice. on board translucent figures, Scott. You'll never be there for when they eventually do a figure of the invisible pink unicorn. <gasps> oh, no. That's a beer hoops. Mm. True. <laughs> I suppose I can come. I can get it more for this than, you know, like translucent variants. Yeah, 
those are those are yeah, I'm with you on those. Yeah. Definitely. I think that's that's where my reservations come from. Um I don't know. I've got invisibility. Unless, I've got invisibility spray Fozzy. What's wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> Muppets aside. Muppets are always a, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we can let the Muppets go on certain things. But if there's any other queries or questions, hit me now, apart from any gentle mocking that's going on. I'm quite happy to ask. Answer, sorry. <laughs> Nothing? Um, well, I can ask um, from my years of teaching primary school where you have news and the kids are bring their thing in and they say, this is my favorite toy and I've loved it forever. Any questions? And the first one is always, do you like it? (laughs) And I'm there going, no, he hates it. That's why he brought it in for news. It's his least favorite toy. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I like it. (laughs) I like it a lot. Yeah. I actually banned that question. You're harsh. No, I'm trying to. Was trying to. Um, yeah, I am. <laughs> How many kids did you send to therapy over the years? Oh well, it's you know early days. Really, there's some of them are still quite young. So, give it time. <laughs> I, I was surprised that chest armor and helmet were removable. I didn't think they would be, but yeah, and the capes attached. It's all one piece. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, nice looking design. Nice looking design. Very good. All right. Well. After that, we will move on and we will come back. And I think we already know what Justin got, but we will talk about the other items we added to our collections. Traveler, welcome to the promenade. Humble Quark at your service. Behold, Star Trek Deep Space Nine action figures. Commander Benjamin Sisko, he helps me run the station. And Security Chief Odo, very strict and sneaky for someone so honest. Here's Lieutenant Dax, and Chief O'Brien, and Major Kira Nerys. I happen to know she's crazy about me. Wonderful, aren't they? Especially this one. So handsome. Pains me to part with it, but if you pay me now, ah, security. What a pleasant surprise. Well, we're all here because we collect stuff and stuff and things and various and sundry sundries um and feeding the addictions where we take time to kind of just talk to each other about what we got and uh you know any new acquisitions pre-orders or uh things that maybe were just given to us so scott what did people give you this week oh headaches problems um what did i give myself i pre-ordered the sideshow c3po Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. Oh, I thought uh, in- it was a Kepo. Incorrectly typed in the script, I can see. Kepo. Whatever. Yeah, yeah C3PO. Uh, and also the Sideshow Paragol Premium Format, um, which I seriously doubt is going to get displayed in this house, but it's hard to let the, it's, it's hard to break the, um, pattern here. Well, why don't you put it on your desk at work? Oh yeah, right. <laughs> I'm sure that would be well received. <laughs> Why don't you just reveal a, a bit, a little bit at a time, like draper in some sort of yeah. cloth, and then just remove it. Just put a bits big of pieces so they get wait, so they yeah. get used to it. Get some black electrical tape. <laughs> just make a little rectangle. Yeah, I'll just put a post-it note over the um, people. Um, it's it's a lovely statue. Like you know, it's kind of one of those things. I kind of think well. And with those, with the exclusives in particular, you know, you certainly don't need to worry about them not keeping their value and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, 
I caved. Um, I also got my very first ever Kickstarter reward. Woohoo! I know. <laughs> so, um, quite some time ago, we did a Kickstarter show, and one of the people that we spoke to were the guys that made the uh, Papa Bear USB set, and I got mine in the post this week, and he is bloody marvelous. Well, now you just kind of spoiled your review coming. Uh, if I was reviewing him, then I absolutely oh. would. But yeah, remember at the beginning of the show how you read out what we were reviewing and you didn't say that? Oh, that was a change to the script after. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm just... Great comprehension there, John. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm going to do a little review of him for the website. He's not kind of, oh. you know, it's a, it's a USB little toy. He's not really a toy of the week. Um, but wow, beautifully done. Just gorgeous detail. The packaging's lovely. You know, it's he's just gorgeous. So he's he will be going to my um, desk at work for show. Will you use him or as a USB or do you think? Oh, I don't think display? so. I don't think. Oh, maybe I don't know. Probably I probably will because I hardly ever use USB. So when I need one, I'm always kind of stuck. Actually, that's not sure. I have one on my keyring now for because of that reason. But um, I only use a USB once in a blue moon. So because yeah. everything's in the cloud now, you know. I suppose. Yeah, no, it's not. Well, no, it's it's good. It's good to hear that the Kickstarter stuff is finally starting to to flow toy wise. It was exciting. I, know, uh, um, I got a email earlier this week an update that the uh, Marauder stuff is in to them, and uh, they are now sorting orders, and they are hoping to start shipping the second week uh, December. So, cool. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I'm happy. I mean, I think I, I've backed a few things now. One, I have a fairly strong feeling I may never see. Um, so it is good to actually get one and realize, yep, this does work. And it's good to support them. Oh, yeah. Great yeah. job, guys. Great job. Now, what are they going to do next? Well, hmm. I was actually thinking we might need to do a follow-up chat with them. Yeah, we might just need to yeah. do that. Yeah, just to kind of having survived and you know, kind of hear about how, how it all went and whether or not they're still friends and... Yeah, boy, so that would be an for 2018. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that that'd could, be an awkward conversation. It would be awkward. Are you guys yeah. still friends? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, coming up after that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Adam. Yes, uh, I had a, a big bad toy store box arrive a week and a bit ago, so I think it just missed the last time I was on, um, as well as having caught up with people to get birthday presents for from when I was away. So for a birthday present, I got the Code of Ikea Artifacts uh, Avengers Iron Man statue, which is really awesome. Um, it has light-up eyes and um, arc reactor chest piece. So that's that's very cool. Uh, I got a bunch of figure arts. I got Sailor Jupiter, Sailor Saturn. Um, I got Android 17 and Android 18. I got my figure, uh, my monster arts Godzilla. Um, and the la- latest, the Avengers Infinite Waves. Um, and for everyone that says, oh, plastic's expensive, it makes things cost a lot, go and look at the Sailor, well, uh, unboxing shots of Sailor Saturn. The hands are now on a bunch of, like, not just in little hand-shaped divots in the tray, they're on actual pegged things that you could stack on top of each other. It's just getting ridiculous. Huh. So yeah. they twist off. Yeah. So it's just like a little thing with um, I can't remember if they're 
which way around the pegs are for those hands, whether it's the the hand has the peg or or not. I think it's the hand doesn't have the peg, so it's just like a little kind of cylindrical thing with a, a node on top so you could stack them up. And then it's got um just two little pegs to clip hands onto for spare hands. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. You know, I, when I was thinking about the, the, the plastic was expensive thing, uh, I, I saw the other day probably eight or nine of those 36-inch Stormtroopers um, lined up, you know, at Walmart. And I was like, and, and they're not, you know, for what they are, they're not that unreasonably priced. But yeah. that's a lot of plastic. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of expensive plastic, Justin, what did well, you uh, acquire? I uh, I got the what did I get Lego minifigure. I was able to pick the Pigman out, so I was pretty happy with that. Yay. I um, picked my daughter up from school and sat the Pigman down on her seat when she was about to get in. <laughs> I said, <laughs> "Watch out for the Pigman!" But uh, she laughed. <laughs> <Got a joke. laughs> I was also able to get uh, the black cat from the. Marvel Legends Spidey Wave that I missed out through a trade with a fellow board member and Marvel Legends Valkyrie, which once belonged to Adam. So it's gone to two houses and now it's in my collection. (laughs) And uh, one of the figures I was really after. I don't think she's that bad when I look at her. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, she fits in the the, uh, Defenders display okay. Um, also, Maddie Collector had their Black Friday sale, and I was able to get uh, Huntress and Fire out of that as well. They were six bucks each, but with postage, they turned out to be about seventeen dollars each. So, still a pretty good price, but you know, shipping is getting beyond ridiculous at the moment. Hmm. And that's it for me. Mm-hmm. And I supplied a photo there in the script of where she now lives. Yeah, in your photo, I. I was trying to work out where Silver Surfer's hand is kind of in front of Doctor Strange. It looked like he was wearing like a Viking oh, yeah, yeah, helmet, yeah. kind of. <laughs> and the shadow as well. For the, yeah, yeah. And the top of his cape. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what? What is that? <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm good. Um, I got a message last week from uh, on Facebook from the guys over at Intergalactic, and they, they sent me a picture, and it was... Uh, a bunch of figure arts, common rider stuff that they had gotten into the shop and they said, come over. And so I went over and, um, they made me a deal and I had to buy a figure arts. So it's my first one. So uh, I ended up getting uh common rider, uh, Forze magnet States. And, uh, I hadn't watched Forze. So it was kind of like picking, you know, randomly. I mean, all the designs were cool, but, um, it's just crazy. Cause, I've never owned a figure with five sets of hands before, so uh, it's a slippery slope. Yeah, and and the accessories are pretty cool, and um, I was really impressed by the stand because I don't have any of those stands. Um, matter of fact, I don't even have him on it right now. Um, but I, I can see myself having to get a couple more of those stands for sure. Uh, detail is pretty cool, and um, they actually make a bunch of accessory sets for this this particular common rider so i don't know it might be a like you said a slippery slope yeah hmm. they do like the motorbikes and everything yeah I, I don't know that i'd ever get any of the bikes but you never know you never know yeah so no it's it's cool stuff um pretty impressed with the figure overall too i, I mean 
he's got some armor, so some of his articulation's a little more limited than normal. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, overall, I'm I'm really impressed, and I, I could see myself maybe buying another one, two, ten. I don't know, <laughs> but um, yeah, tons of accessories in the box. I was happy. Hmm. And they have more over there, which might be dangerous later today. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, so. oh, dear. Well, if anybody has anything else, um, now would be the time to speak. But if you don't, we're going to move on. Hurrah. Okay. We will move on to our second toy of the week. Armor up, Iron Man. Engage interlock mechanics. Armor up, War Machine. Hydro Armor Iron Man and action figures each sold separately. Well, now it's time for our second tantalizing toy of the week. And bringing us the toy of the week number two is Mr. Adam. Adam, lay it on us. Hello. Well, I'm going once again for a figure arts figure. This time I'm going for Dragon Ball Z's Android 17. Um, he was released this year. I've acquired him this year. He's fantastic. So, get into some more of the details. Um, it was set you back $45 US. It's the comes in the standard figure arts packaging, although the standard is starting to change, as I kind of intimated with the um, Sailor Saturn comments in the Feeding the Addiction segment. Um, so, this one's a little bit more the old style. I think the, there's no separate tray for just the faces like there are with the Sailor Scouts. Um, you're not going to get an individual stand, but I think the Sailor Scouts get those also because they all have high heels and they don't balance brilliantly. Um, and his hands don't come on individual pegs for keeping them together. That said, um, it's still, you know, tray, uh, the, the two separate trays and still in a box and it's still completely collector friendly. So no problems with that. Um, the figure itself, um, let me tell you, these guys are getting incredibly, incredibly detailed with what they're doing. So the first few wave or few figures um, that they did for Dragon Ball Z, and I assume this is much the same for any other figures where they had folded arm as or folded arms options. Um, the I'm trying to remember which way it worked. The shoulder segment of the normal figure where you pulled the arm out, had the peg coming out of it. They've now swapped that around so that the uh, shoulders themselves, like the, sorry, the arm itself has the peg coming out of it to plug into the shoulder, and that's made swapping to folded arms a hell of a lot easier, so that's fantastic. Um, the hair on, I think it's the same for both androids. Because they've got um, prominent, I guess, fringes slash bangs that obscure the face. Um, the head is changed, so it's the back part of the head has the ball joint that goes into the neck, which is actually different from the older figure arts figures. Um, then you take off, but so to, to change faces, you take off the front part of the hair, put the face on the back part of the hair that you're after because they both have alternate back hair or alternate hairstyles, 
and then you put the front part of the hair back on. Um, so that's uh, an incredible change in, in the level of detail. Um, that said, the two different hairstyles are not really mix and match. You look like you've got a completely mongoloid hairstyle if you went that way. Um, so it comes with the usual ridiculous levels of swap out bits and pieces. I think it's something like um, a total of uh, six or seven pairs of hands. Um, he's got three alternate faces. He's got the, the alternate hairstyle. Um, the ba- the kerchief bandana thing around his neck. Um, there's a swap out one that goes with folded arms. He's got the folded arms instead of the normal arms. Uh, what other accessories has he got? He has um, a pistol. So if you look at, I think, where he comes default when you take him out of the tray, he's got uh, his belt with a holster on it and the gun in the holster. So if you want to have the pistol out of the holster, uh, I believe that that's, there's a the, the holster comes off of that, that belt you can swap it for an empty holster and there's a separate pistol that you put in this hand. If you don't want the gun at all, you take the whole thing off and then swap on the other belt, which means that, I mean, they've already always had the ability to do essentially bisect these figures at the waist, but it's become even, even better and even easier. And it's, you feel less like you're going to break the figure when you do it, uh, which is fantastic. Um, so he's, a good rendition of 17. He uh, looks like a teenage kid wearing kind of strange clothes, high-top sneakers, green socks, jeans. Um, so it's pretty much to a T. It's very difficult in my mind to stuff up a Dragon Ball Z figure, provided you have, you know, probably a decent sculptor um, and decent paint applications. Um, it's interesting that he's got a cut in his jeans, like a... But the fabric's torn in one place. Um, that would have been a, a great opportunity to have paint slot, but they haven't managed it, so that's fantastic. Um, yeah, I think it's it's the other thing. I guess it's different from all is with the neckerchief. Um, it actually has a peg underneath that at the front, and I think uh, I'm trying to remember how it works. At the back, there's another little peg to make sure it gets held in place and doesn't wobble around um, which I guess is something that experience has taught them will otherwise happen um, yeah so I think it's a, a really good figure it's got the other, otherwise the usual ridiculous figure arts levels of articulation um, the paints are, are all fantastic so I have absolutely no issues with this figure yeah you know, you know what I like are the the knees. They didn't go for like a lot of times on that those double jointed knees. They they're real small, like the part in the front, but they, yeah. they actually made it fairly mm. wide and it actually looks pretty good with the jeans like that. Yeah, and they also haven't just gone for when you bend the knee. They haven't gone straight for the whole joint. Is just you know essentially a rounded joint. They've actually put um, some kind of crinkly jean looking detail inside the joint as well. Oh wow! Yeah. The inside of the hips is not done exact done that same way, but inside the knee it is, which I guess is fairly important for you know a martial arts kind of figure where it's going to be doing things like throwing kicks and whatever else. 
Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's uh, ridiculously cool. It's uh, the folding arms are really nice addition. <laughs> mm, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, wish every done, toy company would take note of this. <laughs> they've done the folding arms on a number of figures, but this is the best version that they've done yet. It like the the, the earlier ones, it was just a pain in the ass to try and get the folded arms onto the po- the shoulder peg and then moved into you know a reasonable looking position for folded arms. Whereas this one, it was just kind of a, yeah, you can just kind of swing them both in and then peg, click the two pegs in easily and off you went. Hmm. It's just not a problem at all. Well, that's hmm. cool. Is there actually yep. a point to the two different hairstyles? Like, I can't... So it'd be more like, um, I've An got him standing in, yeah. Well, One would be if you're, like, if you're moving for like if he's rushing forwards kind of thing, or if there's an explosion going off nearby... Hmm. So depending on how you're going to pose him. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. What was the price? 45 US. Yeah. That's kind of crazy, really. That's a good deal for what yeah. you're getting. Yeah. And he comes with a stand? Uh, he does not come with a stand. Oh. But those stands are pretty dirt cheap. Yeah. They're like 15 bucks for three or something from memory, at worst case. Very hmm. good. So yeah, really cool stuff. Overall, I probably give him about nine and a half out of ten. Um, I think he he probably needs something in terms of an accessory of you know like a, a blast effect or a, a flight stand. I've been saying it pretty much all along with most of the Dragon Ball Z figures. They need those things. Yeah. But, um, mm. that's my opinion, hmm. and I'm entitled to it. You sure? I like the po- I like the pointing hand. Yeah, that's or is that a gun? Oh, that's for his gun. Yeah, so like there's one for his. That. So I'm just having a look at all the different hands because I've already put my um, all the the hand parts into storage. Yeah, so that's for his gun. So six sets of hands plus one extra hand for the gun. Yeah, it's crazy craziness. I yep. say, and three faces, and two hairstyles. Wish I could change <laughs> hairstyles like that. <laughs> well, just you remove could. your head and yeah. pull your face off, yeah. put it onto someone else's head. <laughs> oh, very good. Good yeah, job, you, Adam. If you guys, if you guys hear people in Fort Wayne losing their hair, you know, like somebody <laughs> scalping random people, you'll know why. Someone wants to take their face off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's just craziness. Craziness. But uh, good job. Good job and uh, really neat figure. So thank you for Mm. sharing. Good job, Adam. And after that fantastic review, we will be back with one that's not so fantastic because we're doing red carded. What is this, Bizarro World? Well, Red Carded is a chance for us to kind of poke fun at the WTF moments in our hobby, whether they're unusual announcements, complete fails of action figures, or in this case, much, much, much worse. So much. (laughs) And, um, you know, there was so much badness we found this week that uh, we have two for you. And and the first one comes from a lovely toy company in China that um, made a standing doll. Looks like the company's name is Ming Ming 
maybe uh, says, see me lovely embrace. I go home and it's a little boy and he's got a little hat on and some coveralls and he's holding a little cup. Um, apparently he comes with a little stand and uh, the action feature of this doll is, uh, well, the, the bottom of the box says urinate the boy, which <laughs> I, I, I think. I think means the boy urinates. So um, he must drink out of his bottle and then um, he pees into a little trough at the bottom of his feet. Now, uh, there's plenty of peeing dolls out there, but none that are displayed quite this way in the package. (laughs) Because apparently this little boy has learned how to use the fly on his coveralls and um, he's quite proud of what he has and uh, is showing it off in the package. He's <laughs> halfway to the Quathy Elephant. Yeah. Adam's nearly crying. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. Look what I got. And, and not only that, do they sh- is he packaged that way? Um, they actually show another picture of him actually peeing through said said thing. And, appendage. Um, appendage is appendage. the terminology. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And, uh, Zooming in on it. And zooming in on it, so if you if you have no doubt no doubts no no doubts as to uh, what kind of doll you're really buying here. Uh, just reading further down, I can't um, claim this. I wish I could. Someone left a comment saying, "Warning: may contain nuts." Keep it out of children. Wow! I just there are no words. So if you if you want to get something special for the uh, the, the kids in your life for Christmas, this would this would be it. You know, it, it's actually funny though because we were at a uh, uh, antique show, you know, junk show kind of last weekend, and um, somebody had for sale the Joey Stivic doll from uh, All in the Family, and in big letters on the package it says anatomically correct. Oh my goodness. So, yeah, that was kind of that bizarre. doll's claim to fame. But yeah, why did they make so a, this is, a Joey Stivic doll? I I, I don't remember. That I don't know. Bizarre. Yeah, who's Joey Stivic? <laughs> he was Archie Bunker's uh, grandson, right. baby. He was only a baby on the show. Meet, meathead and Glorious okay. Baby. Yeah, You're making so, words, but they don't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> Very old television. Like Kingswood Country. <laughs> yeah. Remember that show? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I don't even think you could show All in the Family on TV anymore here. I think uh, people would just not. get too upset. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, you know, if uh, if this hasn't offended you yet, um, <laughs> there's a Happy Meal toy out there of Rafiki, who was the uh, the wise monkey from The Lion King. And uh, he's holding up Simba. You know how he does at the beginning of the movie, and uh, yeah, uh, and he holds up Simba, and everybody looks. <laughs> can we go? Can we go back to the sound effect machine, please? <laughs> no, you said I couldn't use it. So <laughs> this is what you get. Um, and uh, apparently, if you he has a button where the action feature is, he raises up a little baby Simba, and um, if you move that button rapidly enough. Um, and don't quite raise him up all the way. It, it It's very disturbing because he's doing things to Simba that you shouldn't do to baby lions. 
Yeah. The issue with this is the, the starting point. Like, obviously, for him to be able to raise him up, he has to start with him holding him down, and it's the angle that he's holding him down at in relation to his um, uh, monkey pelvic regions, let's <laughs> say, um, that it's just it's very unfortunate. Yeah. Unfortunate. That's the word for it. <laughs> So I'm pretty sure if anyone goes to try and buy these things on, like, say, eBay or, or something like that, you go on a national register. Yeah. Oh, sure. <laughs> One of these toys. I'm sure. I think we could end up there, too, if we keep going with this segment. <laughs> uh, alas, I think you're probably right. Yeah, there's, Although if they, there's offense in this for everybody, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're not we're not excluding any groups. So it's it's not, you know offensive to anyone no, that's right. we're, we're just trying to offend everybody yeah but universally offensive yeah which is politically correct right sure yeah for sure i'll take Equal it opportunity. and um <laughs> you know after after those two fails i i just i can't wait to see what comes up next week because they just keep getting better and better and better always yeah and you know after that well our two well-deserved fails, we'll be back with our final installment of Toy of the Week. <laughs> Turn the page. I am Archer, leader of the Gorgonites. Phrases like in the movie. Prepare for battle. And giant electronic talking chip. Major Chip Hazard reporting. The ultimate in hand-to-hand combat. Commandos, attack! Chips armed to the team. But Archer cuts him down to thighs. New giant electronic talking Archer and Chip. He's sold separately. Well, you know... I, I mean, it's in my contract that I have to say that we saved the best for last because, uh, you know, <laughs> our our founder and uh, guiding force behind the podcast oh, is dear. up last with with his his terrific um, tones telling us about the tantalizing toy that he acquired in, in the most recent period of time. So, Scott, take it away. Thank you, John. <laughs> Extra Christmas bonus for you. Yeah, you're oh, gonna, well. yeah, you get a double of nothing. Awesome. Two um, pairs of socks. Yay. <laughs> so I have been enjoying collecting the DC variant uh, line from Play Arts Kai. Um, this is the variant of nothing, uh, as in the line is called DC variant um, rather than them being variants. And I am reviewing Supergirl tonight. So Supergirl and Superman came out recently, and I got them both at the same time. Um I've, I've reviewed Wonder Woman and Batgirl um, on the show, and so I thought I'd stick with Supergirl because it's kind of a comparison of the different female figures in the in the line. Um, so this is a 2014 release and acquisition from Play Arts. Um, this is going to run you around $90 US, uh, and of course more if you're in Australia. Um, the packaging for these is the fairly standard Playarts Kai packaging, the uh, window box with the cover, and uh, some very nice uh, artwork um, that has been consistent through the uh, DC variant line with the um, character kind of in... Uh, it's like the action figure, but done in a kind of outline form that is quite good looking. Um, 
the one thing I'd say about this, and it's particularly relevant with this uh, figure, is that some examples of how all the different bits and pieces are meant to be used would not go astray. There's no actual photos of the toy on the packaging. So that could be handy, particularly when you're including some unusual uh, accessories and articulation just to see how it can be posed, etc. Um, but it is very collector-friendly packaging. It's got the uh, pull-out plastic tray with cover that holds all the bits and pieces and can be um, all put back together uh, very nicely. Um I've counted 25 points of articulation on um, this, and it's actually quite interesting. Um, Batgirl had articulated uh, hair, um, and so does Supergirl. So we're not just talking articulation in the uh, normal uh, joints. We have hair articulation and cape articulation. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we have an articulated cape. The capes actually have multiple points of articulation. It is insane. Um, but it really adds to the uh, posability of the the character and the options for how she is uh, posed. So the idea of these um, variant DC variant lines is that they're kind of slightly manga-ized, they've got a bit of armor happening, but still very recognizable as the character, and uh, Supergirl um, is no different. She's got an outfit that's you know pretty standard um, to, I guess, her pre-New 52 uh, look with the bare midriff and long sleeves, but it's all kind of in a manga arm- armor look. Sorry, that was a bit of her cape coming apart, um, but that's okay because it's articulated, right? Um, so, in terms of, we just kind of talk about the unusual bits of articulation. First of all, the hair. Um, the, the one thing I think that's really interesting about it, and I've included in the photo album for this uh, shot of her from behind, is that the, the hair articulation is really designed to make the hair look good from the front. Because from the back, yeah. it looks pretty funky. Yeah. It's kind of like two weird ponytails and uh you know there's no way to make it not look just really bizarre at the back um so but you know from the front it looks great and you do have options for you know how it is kind of either flowing you know over her shoulders or behind her back etc um they should have put some little scrunchies on those (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's a bit it's a bit bizarre um it's uh, oh that's the other bit of the cape falling off um not uh not flattering. So then with, the, but, but it looks great from the front with the, uh, cape, her cape actually has got three pieces to it. There is a small, uh, cape that is fixed to her back. And then she has two peg holes in her back that the two long pieces of the cape fit into. Um, and those are on a ball joint, which means that they can be, uh, moved around, but then each piece of the cape itself actually has another um, articulated bit to it, which is uh, one of the edges of the cape has a, a second segment in it, which can be um, rotated in or out so that you can have the cape kind of more just straight down at um, her sides or flowing out. So really uh, nice looking. And the cape actually... Um, plays a big part in posing 
um, this figure. One of the things that I have found challenging about the female figures in this line is that they all come with these really out-of-control high heels, um, which make them very difficult to uh, get to stand firmly on their own. Um, Wonder Woman I have to use the stand for, which is a bummer because the stand takes up a lot of room. Um, Batgirl I have managed to pose, but she does have some falling issues. Um, but because of the extra pieces of this cape and its posability, um, the cape actually I think is going to mean that I will not have to use the stand for Supergirl uh, because it actually helps her stand up, so that is a very good thing. Um, now, the other thing that is really interesting about this um, piece is that she comes with some really uh, interesting accessories that are actually new to the line. This one doesn't cost any more than any of the others that have come out so far, but she is definitely um, the the most loaded in terms of accessories and options. First of all, she comes with a swap-out face, so we have normal face and angry face. Um, um I- Yes, I don't think that's an angry face. Oh, you think it's an O face? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be angry. Okay, it's kind of got the yeah. Anyway, you're still in red card mode. We're not being filthy anymore. Okay, um, so no, she's angry. Hmm. She's angry. Okay, angry. Uh, and uh, it actually, Wait, can we can can we take a vote on that, Justin Adam? <laughs> uh, I've seen some angry women in my time. <laughs> Did they look like uh, that? Other way. <laughs> yeah, that's angry. Okay, thank you. Huh. you go out of the way. Thank you. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, so she also comes with uh, her sword. Of omens. <laughs> what? <laughs> so this is, um, you know, quite, I mean, it's, it's absolutely groovy. Um, you know, extremely cool looking sword, but, you know. It's quite odd, obviously, for Supergirl. Wonder Woman comes with a sword as well, but that's kind of not so out there because Wonder Woman is often shown with a sword, but Supergirl's got one too, um, which is very cool, and particularly with the angry face, uh, it works really well. Um, this She comes with uh, three sets of hands all up, so... Um, fists and outstretched hands and then holding things hands. Um, what are, are they? Nothing. Don't keep going, please. <laughs> but then the most unusual um, accessory that she comes with is a sound effect. And, it, it, and it's a sound effect that has a stand and it says T-H-triple-O-M. Thoom! And then there's little, uh, you know, kind of waves of sound, I guess, um, that you can pose next to her um, so that she can make sounds. I, okay, uh, I have a problem with this. Yes. <laughs> it is utterly bizarre. <laughs> why? why I, yes. Why would they make the stand so that the sound effect would be at the right height to be coming out of her ass. Yeah, exactly. Well, maybe it's funny. Yeah. Maybe it's like her super farting power. That's what I was kind of thinking, (laughs) you know, like, so I don't know. It actually needs, if it's going to, I mean, it's, I think it's actually quite dumb um, and really unnecessary when there's so much else happening 
with this toy. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I kind of wonder whether or not they, you know, went under budget with their, you know, tooling or something for this. So like, Oh, what else can we put in here? <laughs> but, um, yeah. It's not I, comic book enough. We better, better put something comic. I, I know. So I, I don't really think, just, yeah. sorry. It's really just polite for all the, the comic artists because now they don't have to bother anymore. If they want a picture of Supergirl and Thume, they just take a photo. That's right. Slap it right in the book. That's right. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, really, really bizarre, totally unnecessary um, because this is actually a great figure. So I don't think the sound effect is going to make it into the display. I have a feeling it's going to end up back in the box. Um, Why don't you put it behind, like, you know, yeah. the Hulk or thing or <laughs> yeah, somebody's somebody's butt. It's gonna be. It'll be the fart sound effect. It's just at exactly the right level. Um. So the only the only other thing to comment on is paint. Um, the paint on this is quite good, not perfect. Um, there are a couple of little splodgy um bits. Uh, she's got a couple of paint slops on some of the extra hands um, where the blue from her gloves has um, been dripped onto the uh, flesh. There are a couple of rough edges, um, but you know, overall um, nicely done, although not perfect. Um, the, the two different faces slide on and off really well and they fit underneath the, the hairline. Um, and, you know, overall, great addition to this line. Um, I, you know, Batgirl to me was an improvement on Wonder Woman and Supergirl is an improvement on Batgirl. So, um, sound effect aside. Um, so definitely the most, uh, posable. And by that, I mean, they've all got the same articulation, but by that, I mean that, you know, successfully can get her into the most poses without her falling over. Um, so yeah, um, I'm going to give this an eight. Um, I'm taking a point off for the stupid sound effect because seriously, the, uh, it's just dumb. And, uh, a point for the paint slot. Um, so I'm giving it eight dollies out of ten. Uh, I'm, but I'm very happy to have it. You know, out of all of them, this is probably my least favorite that you've looked at. Because why? I'd agree. I, well, one, that face, that angry, the angry, angry face. face. <laughs> um, and actually, I and this is going to sound stupid, but I think she has too much skin. I would have liked to seen her her midriff um, armored. I think it would have looked better. Hmm. Yeah, with I'm, the crotch arrow like the New Fifty Two Supergirl. <laughs> no, it looks better than that. Yeah, but um, I, I just I don't know. It looks yeah. like uh, like she went to the Halloween store and bought sexy Supergirl costume to me. Yeah, I, I, Batgirl is still my favorite. I think you know, Supergirl, just from the posability point of view, has been the easiest to work with. You know, Batgirl in terms of design, etc., is still my my favorite. She had the articulated ca- um, cape and hair uh, thing mm. as well, um, and uh, yeah, like, but just a bit a bit hard to pose, um, whereas Supergirl is not so. But they look yeah, great I together. Like, I, I like the armor, like where it's done. Um, I like the boots. I just, I, I wish there was more armor in the middle. Yeah, that's fair enough. And that face, the angry face. Angry See, face. I, like the, I think it just might be the photo because I actually really like the angry face. I nearly, like I've, I've put the normal back, one back on for display, but I nearly, um, look, the angry face looks really good with the sword. Um, <laughs> and uh, 
I nearly chose that one for the display, but then decided it was just too uh, too controversial, un- unconventional. No, because I hadn't thought anything like that about it until you said it. Hmm. Because I'm so pure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's my toy of the week with John's extra comments. Well, Ben's not here, so, you know, somebody's got to make comments. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, okay. Anyway, that that was a great job. I, I It's not that I don't like it. I just I, I think it's the, the least of the ones that you've mm. looked at. So, mm. but With that, we'll wrap up our, uh, our trio of uh, terrific toys. And uh, I know you're all sad, and, and the show's coming to a close soon. So mm. we'll be back. We'll talk about some feedback and uh, wrap up the show. Okay. RoboCop. Part man, part robot. All cop. The ultimate in law enforcement. RoboCop and the Ultra Police. The only cops with rapid repeat cap firing. He's unstoppable. Battling the worst criminals. Headhunter. And Nitro. (laughs) The Ultra Police, protected by Robo Armor, bring RoboCop even more firepower. In the fight for justice, nothing can stop. RoboCop. RoboCop and the Ultra Police, each sold separately with RoboCaps. Well, it's sadly came to that time of the show where we wrap things off. Wait. But before we, po- before we polish off this episode, we got some feedback from you guys. And if you'd like to hear your feedback here, um, please send it to us. Or if you don't, you could tell, you know, send it to us and tell us, no, please don't read my feedback. But we may read it anyway. <laughs> but we'll change your name. You know, like or use one of those voice changers. I want audio feedback. Somebody send us audio feedback. Yeah. And we never get audio feedback. Never. Well, we get audio feedback, but not. Yeah. Never the good kind. Us. Yeah. Okay. Um, and if you want, you could send that to podcast at actionfigureblues.com. It's just that simple. Podcast at actionfigureblues.com. And if you send it to us, we're going to read it out. But if you send it to us and it's an audio, we we would play it, and your voice can be heard by tens <laughs> <laughs> of our parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Scott, hey, you have our first first piece of feedback. So I do, and you know what? It is a new iTunes review. Yay! It's in iTunes Canada. Our first, uh-huh. yeah, I know. Extremely exciting. And it is by Square, 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 Square. That's his username. Okay. But Square, 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 Square. Can we just call you Square? Um, it, what if it's a her? Well, I think that counts. Okay. Okay. Um, Square, 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 Square says, Love this podcast. Covers a lot of DC, Marvel, and He-Man, and, well, anything and everything that is awesome in the world of toys. All the hosts are amazing, especially Ben, just to annoy Scott. Name that is an awesome segment, and the red cards are hilarious. My week isn't complete without the Action Figure Blues podcast. I give the podcast 10 out of 10 dollies just to annoy Justin. (laughs) That is an awesome review. Now, Adam... Yes. Did you notice that three of the hosts got mentioned by name and two of them weren't us? It's fine with me. I'm magnanimous. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was Justin that ate the thesaurus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm omnipresent. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, I love it. Well, John, I mean, your, your segment caught name checks, so it's really Adam that should feel... 
I didn't want to make him feel totally bad. I just, yeah. you know. Well, yeah. thank you, Square. Thank you, Square. Yep. Yep. Yes. Okay. And, 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 sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. And hey, we would we love iTunes reviews because they actually help us. They help iTunes reviews or Stitcher or wherever you listen. Those reviews actually help the podcast um, get noticed in search, etc. So um, we would love you, please, to uh, give us a great review on the platform that you listen to the show on. And if you do, then we will read it out. We promise. What if they want to be anonymous? Well, then they probably shouldn't be posting on, you know. Maybe they could post and use somebody else's name, like Squares. For sure. Well, when you when you um do post those things, like in iTunes, it doesn't actually use your username. You can enter a oh. name there, like Square, 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 Square. So there you I go. see. Yeah. Justin. Yes. Do you have some feedback for us? I do. This is from Facebook. And it's from Kev's Fish. Now, I don't know if Kevin's Fish can talk or that's the name of the guy. But uh, he writes that many collectors free shipping on orders over 99 smackers includes international shipping. A lot of figures are dropped down to just $6 US. Enjoy action figure bluers. Is that the proper name of someone that follows the AFB podcast? Hell, I don't know. We need to come up with a catchy name. Anyways, happy turkey day. So, yeah, that's uh, – we didn't really – well, we mentioned it a little bit, but go over to Maddie Collector. There's some good deals to be had at the moment, and international free shipping over 99 bucks is a pretty good deal. Free sea turtles. But, yeah. You know, that, that'd be but, good uh, if you could get a couple people together and go, hey, you know, I want this, I want that. And, yeah. Mm. What is a person who likes the Action Figure Blues podcast um, called Besides Awesome? I think we should call them the Blue Man Group. That name's not taken by anything famous, is it? <laughs> well, the action figure bluers kind of reminds me of that segment with Tobias on Arrested Development. So I yeah. don't know that that's the way to go. Yeah, I know. Whereas, yeah. yeah, we'll take what under about the the yeah, the Ab Fabers. Ab Fabers. <laughs> it's kind of like absolutely fabulous. AF Beers. Oh, that's something as well. Yeah, AF AF Beers. <laughs> Anyway, uh, what about the about AF? Abba? <laughs> Abba, that's yeah. No one's used that ever, so that that must be great. <laughs> How about toy gurus? Oh no! no. Uh, what? Uh, uh, <laughs> word. Um, well, you know, I, I think that would be some good feedback for us. What? What would all of our listeners like to be called as a mass unit? Nicole Cuban. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. Oh my gosh! <laughs> if, uh, if, if 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 you can, you are so random. I like seriously. <laughs> if you guys can figure out what what an AFB fan should be called, um, why don't you drop us a line and let us know? And if you're in the forum, obviously you will get some forum points because you know that would be good because we'd like to know what you'd like to be called. Cheryl. Mm-hmm. Stephen with a PH. Oh, the Steve. posh Stephen. Stephen. <laughs> no, because it turns out he's a child molester. Oh, awkward. Although maybe what? with our red card this Stephen week. Stephen Collins, wasn't that? Isn't uh, that how he spells his name? What? Terrible. Allegedly. Let's yeah. end this thing. Allegedly. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, please send all legal writs to engineernerd at tvandfilmtoys.com. Thanks for reading out my personal email on them. <laughs> <laughs> I meant plan banter. Oh, that's, yeah. that's better. Yeah. Yeah, they're on, they're on a break. I don't know what they're doing. They're having a break? Yeah. <gasps> like Ross and Rachel? No, I don't think so. Okay. I, I think they're having holiday scheduling, you know, getting people together and work schedules and stuff. They said they were going to maybe have one show in December. So. Whoa. Yeah. Actually, um, speaking uh, speaking of um, numbers of shows, we are 150th shows coming up. Mm. <gasps> oh, we're going to have to do wow. something special. We should do something like magnam magnanimous magnanimous magnanimous. Magnetic. We should do something magnetic. I think we should. I like quizzes. Oh, yeah. And I we should, think John comes up with the best questions. Absolutely. We should definitely have like a mega AFB challenge. And I think we should, you know, have some sort of memento that perhaps we could have Adam cast in bronze. Mm. I could just destroy a toy and give it to someone. Mm. No, I meant like you actually cast in bronze. Yeah. I wonder if we could get that red card yeah. doll cast in bronze. <gasps> Which one? The urinate the boy? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> Just leave me right out yeah, of it. Yeah, no, it, It'd be like the, uh, the statue in uh, Austin Powers. You <laughs> <laughs> want the mannequin piece. <laughs> no. You can have a little garden fountain. We should stop now. I don't think this is going to... It's not retrievable. Uh, okay. Oh, are we still recording? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't said goodbye yet. Goodbye. Oh. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. You're a neighbor. If anyone from Federal Police or anything like that, I don't know them. No way. I'm Ben from Canberra. <laughs> <laughs> Urinate the boy. Isn't that a song from the 80s? Must be. It should have been. If it's not, it really should have been. You're thinking of safety dance. No, actually, it should have been a band. It should be like a pop. A, 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 <sighs> yeah. A band. Bye, everybody. German one. Yeah. Bye. Bye. The Action Figure Blues podcast can be found on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and downloaded direct at actionfigureblues.com by clicking on the podcast tab. If you do listen to us on iTunes, please take a moment to leave a positive rating and review. We also have an active fan forum at afbforum.com where you can join in with all of the hosts of the podcast and many other collectors to discuss news, new releases, old lines, and engage in trades and sales in a safe community. Please join us there. While you're at actionfigureblues.com, please don't forget to check out our sponsors like Mike's Comics and Stuff, ShelfLife.net, and the Pop Culture Superstore, who help keep our site running. You can also find us on Twitter at AFBlues and on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash actionfigureblues. Thanks for listening. Well, if you watched the new Star Wars trailer and wondered to yourself, you're... Really? That's exactly what I wondered.
okay, what she really looks like is, wow, I can't <laughs> believe it's that big. <laughs> You're gross. She, she's, it's a like manga e screaming e face. I don't see it. But you just, I just dirty, don't see it. You're a dirty old man. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it was our face, someone's doing something right. <laughs> Lilo, probably. Oh, mm. Come on. And after that fantastic review, we will be back with one that's not so fantastic because we're doing red carded. Dun, dun, dun. See who needs a sound effect machine. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A what now? <laughs>